You're listening to the We Talk Nerd podcast, the podcast about gaming, movies, and everything nerd. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm Andrew. And I'm Rob. And we, we have a couple of news to talk about this week. Uh, got like a little intermediate period before some big games come out. But uh, before we dive into everything, we'll talk to Andrew and see what he's been up to. I have not been playing Black Ops 4, but I do see a lot of interest in that. So um, it's really taken off. Yeah, um, I've been playing. I picked up because since the Switch is really my only gaming platform other than the PC is I picked up Fire Emblem Warriors. I know it's like a secret of mine that I actually like the Warriors series. And if you don't know what those are, it's like Dynasty Warriors and any of those like Hyrule Warriors. Uh, There's something about like, you know, just slashing through hundreds hundreds of things in there so uh, i picked that up i having fun with that i still haven't finished octopath would like to get back into that but it's just really a time sink um and then lots of destiny too lots of it nice how about you rob cool so not as much time to play um i was kind of looking for something to pick up something that'd be kind of uh lightweight and i actually tried my hand at uh, magic magic the gathering arena um hmm. so yeah, uh, the beta I guess just dropped, so it's um, okay. it's uh, it's, so it's an early much look. Yeah, it's kind of an early look, but it's got a lot of play. You can you can watch some Twitch streams on it. Uh, Day Nine and uh, uh, Fair uh, Fairlight Excalibur uh, like to play it, so okay. those are two yeah. streamers I I tend to watch. So I've been picking it up, and even um, even Ponyhoff and uh, and Disguised Toast have been playing. So. It's nice. starting to get uh pretty you know like thousands of views, which is pretty huge for a, a competitive card gaming. It's not you know it's not 2015, 2016 anymore. Yes, it's but... not the launch of Hearthstone anymore. <laughs> exactly. And these aren't streamers that usually pick these kind of games, are they? I figure. Uh, well, so Day Nine hosts a um, a Magic the Gathering uh, show on YouTube called uh, Spell Slingers. It's really good if you've if you've ever wondered like how to play or just wanted some some entertaining Discord gameplay. Do it. Um, he's got like three seasons of it. It's pretty good. Mm. Um, you can certainly uh, live learn the basics if you didn't know it before. And you, of course, there's always a lot of humor. Day Nine's a pretty funny guy. Because I'm not getting anything from that. So we'll talk more about it in a little Brandon while. Let me just say what Brandon's been up to. Depending on who the host is. Um, well, you're going to have to repeat so all just what you said, in. Rob, because Andrew just talked all over Right you. now we're seeing some <laughs> technical difficulties. Yeah, Discord for the win. Yeah, So you're, you're seeing this too. I'm just going to check if it's on my side. Can you hear it? It's not my side. I'm getting a hundred hundred mix down. So I mean it's possibly as Discord. Since a lot of a lot of these things do um especially on this uh live stream. There we go. Everything everything's back. I'm gonna check the Discord service just for just for kicks. Are we are we back? We're back. Yeah, it seems like it. That's gonna take some editing. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. I mean, this is live, but the editing can be uh, can be fine. Um, so I apologize in advance for you poor non-live listeners that'll have to <laughs> try to decipher what Rob just said. Sure, I have no idea what it sounded like. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think Rob was done. Um, I uh, I've been playing some Assassin's Creed, some Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, close to probably twenty hours now. Um. Yeah, it's fun. I like it a lot, but I'm starting to feel that little burnout because I've you know played a lot of Origins, so I, I come across a big you know big encampment where you got to kill like 
50 million dudes in there, and I'm like, uh, I'm going to skip this for now. <laughs> but the I hear a lot of great. good things about it. I mean, I hear a lot great. of good things. Yeah, so. voice acting's great. Um, the, the, you know, the person that does Cassandra, she's the great. The voice acting's top-notch. Um, the story's really good. I'm really curious. It's actually got a, a little bit of a Shadow of Mordor thing going on with the mercenary system, and there's actually a, like a cult system, which is sort of similar to the other Assassin's Creed stuff, but the, the mercenary system's really cool. Where it, you know it creates some mercenaries that come after you, and um, you know you kill one and they get replaced by a different one, and you kind of move up the chain as you kill them. So it's 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 really cool to see the Nemesis system being adapted into other games. Do you see this game being the same formula from here on out for Assassin's Creed? Do you uh, see I th- maybe some things, but I think since they're taking a break next year, that we might actually see some even you know the same kind of changes we've seen coming into Origins in the next series it's more rpg elements it looks like mm-hmm. yeah which isn't a bad thing no i could opinion. i mean i could see them maybe going back towards the assassin stuff more but you know even if they just keep it in the rpg realm that's fun too it's great it's a great rpg either way yeah. is what you're saying yeah mm-hmm. well now that they've released the new um you know the new version of the consoles i won't say the next generation but just kind of the new ones with like the 4k capabilities you're really seeing them push the envelope on what these games look like and can actually do. Like there's, mm-hmm. they're way more intense than they, you know, should be um, oh, yeah. for this point in time in the console life. Definitely. There's some he- dollar, a lot of heavy hitters this generation for sure. <laughs> in comes red dead to destroy them yeah, all. In comes red dead. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk a little bit about it. What's going to make it so impressive. And uh, besides that, I actually, I'll actually have a copy of call of duty to play to starting tomorrow. Be, so I'll join in on that train a little bit. PC? Cool. Yeah, of course. Nice. PC Master Race, man. Of course. You know, I could I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, uh, I guess we could go ahead and jump into some of these news. And uh, yeah, let's get going. News. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of, I actually might have somebody working on us. Uh, some transitions? Some, tra- yeah, some songs, yeah. What? Man. Nice. We won't know anyway. what to do with ourselves. It's going to be air. It's going to be like air <laughs> horns and Get then fancy. like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, we have. Everybody knows Diablo. I guess if you don't know, uh, Diablo 3 is coming to the Switch. Really, Actually, they're getting like a, a special edition Switch. I've seen today. It's actually got a special, a special edition Diablo uh, dock and controllers and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Um, but they're wow. intending to enable crossplay uh, across all the platforms that they're able to. That's hmm. good news for Diablo for Diablo three, of course. So, yeah, really I cool. mean, is there? I don't know how it works with controllers and stuff, but I don't see why they couldn't play with people on PC. No, there's no there's no hindrance of that. I mean, there's PvP. I guess there is PvP, but I don't think anybody does PvP. No, but no one. I don't think I, I ever touched it, so I don't think well, they're like, worried about it. PvP. Yeah, I think yeah, they're that's wor- cool. Yeah, it's gonna be good for them, for every, cool. for everyone. Maybe, uh, maybe that'll be like one of their keys. So maybe if they bring Diablo Four out this year, that'll be one of their key things. Oh, you mean crossplay out, out the out mm-hmm. the gate? I see mm-hmm. your point, right? Yeah. Hmm. Nice. I wonder what they'd have to do to really make that work. Because wouldn't you have to pick it back up and allow for like Xbox and PS4 to like to pull that? And and people already have like a like you only have so many characters you're allowed to have mm-hmm. on a given account, even if they're linked. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm sure there's people that have loaded them up on uh, on both sides. Yeah. I'm are you saying sure. linked accounts, or are you saying because this is just crossplay itself? It's nothing that really related to like downloading your other characters for your. Yeah, same I account. mean, it may be just that whatever you have on 
one console is what you you know you, that kind of thing. Okay. Who knows? We time time will tell. Mm. But uh, speaking of crossplay, uh, Anthem is saying that there is no crossplay planned for launch. They're yeah. saying a lot of things that there's not going to have for launch. So, <laughs> but I mean, oh, we'll see. Maybe maybe down the road. Maybe because it looks like Sony's kind of getting more lenient on it, and maybe they're going to join in on the fun. I just like having crossplay talk. Like some yeah. people are going to come out of the gates and just start bringing up their game. Because it's, it's all the hype right now. It is kind of the new, the kind of big feature right now for most games is crossplay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. It's not something you would think about back in the day, playing on your OG Xboxes and like, I really hate those guys on PlayStation. Yeah, like we talked about last time. I mean, that is that is new. Mm-hmm. Just the whole concept. It's something that's never really been done before. It's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. You know, having yeah, all those systems, more of it. The systems crossed and stuff. Yep. And, uh, you know, speaking of Sony, they uh, they've confirmed that they are working on the next gen PlayStation. But I mean, I mean, I'm sure Xbox is working on the next gen Xbox as well. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They don't really have specified like how in detail it is or when it's you know when it's coming out or anything like that. Right. But I have I have heard that there is a large focus on backwards compatibility because that has been kind of the biggest uh, negative for the PS4. Yeah, because it's kind of staggered, right? You can't. I think play... the only way to do it is to do that streaming service PS Now or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's that's the only way. And on a PS3, you can play some PS2, PS2 games. games. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's all just very, very it confusing. It depended on what console version you had because they had built in hardware backwards compatibility, which was really mm-hmm. nice. And then they took that away uh, with the new, like the Slim when that came out. Right. So they dropped that, but yeah, for the longest time, like that original PS3 was really like a hot commodity because you could play mm-hmm. pretty recent play, uh, PlayStation Two games, and you know those were still holding up pretty well. Yeah, so I I'm thinking they'll probably go the the Xbox route where they have all these uh, maybe enhanced editions of games and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What you guys just don't like buying HD remixes of the same game? You HG don't like buying Remix buy Volume Two. <laughs> It'll Knuckles. it'll dig into that because keep in mind they don't really do HD remixes on PC that often because usually there's like a mod out there that just does it. Yeah, you're right. You know, like, could you imagine like paying for like an enhanced edition of Skyrim? It's like there's so many mods and changes and everything out there. Haven't we done that already? <laughs> yeah, on PC, on no, PC, like twice. No. There's like the special edition and then the, like the special the special edition that came out. <clears throat> Oh yeah, well that's VR a legendary edition. edition and everything else. Yeah. So. I mean, twenty years from now it'll be a <laughs> yeah. 20, 20 anniversary. 20 right. Anniversary. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I bought the legendary Skyrim edition of Skyrim years. for like ten dollars. Oh. So I mean, it wasn't like a, <laughs> you know, they got fancy names, but the price tag isn't quite as high. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Um, if I were to buy like the, you know, the enhanced edition of, you know, any, you know, mid two thousand three or uh, PlayStation three game, it's sixty bucks, you know, for the re-release. Yeah, yeah, and um, they're actually Sony's actually working on releasing a new uh, kind of like framework for their PlayStation Network. Um, for those who don't know, like you can't change your name on PlayStation; like mm-hmm. you're locked in. Apparently, that's going to be one of the new big features coming out in the next uh, their kind of networking update is that you can finally change your name. Yeah, so all you kinda guys all that have do. <laughs> all you guys yeah. that have you know XX dash. Oh, God. In front of in front of and back of your name, you can finally change it. <laughs> finally, or, 
are they but are you thinking that they'll actually release any names like that'll be available i don't see i don't that's so that's the thing if you can change your name but not any newer ones or or any any like shorter ones are available yeah that's right we'll see yeah because when xbox did it a couple years back they released like some like first year gamer tags yeah they do some uh like some purging every now and then over there xbox yeah. yeah, Xbox, but I've never heard it on PlayStation. No. Maybe no. I just haven't been paying attention. Well, I mean, there's ne- there's never been a way to change your name, so I guess there's never mm-hmm. been a need to purge before. Sure. So, but that's a good thing, because I need to really change my name. Um, But I don't know if you guys, you guys heard about this uh, PlayStation message that was floating around. Yeah. So uh, yeah. people's Knock PlayStation's... <laughs> yeah, we're, no, they're getting, like, it was breaking the console, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, According, it was a message that sent. Um, it was what Sony said. It would put your system in a constant reboot loop. Yep. Some people thought it bricked their systems. Um, if it's happened to you, you can fix it. You can go into like the PlayStation messaging app on your phone. You can delete it in there. It'll fix it. Uh, you can factory reset your PlayStation, which deletes all your saves. That sucks too. But at least it's not mm-hmm. a brick system. Um, but I believe Sony actually has already put a fix out for it, and it's kind of gotten it straight away. So, yeah, that was kind of. That's kind of crazy. I remember there was a thing that did it to your your iPhone a while back. You sent a text message and it make their iPhone restart, but that's pretty that's pretty bad to make your whole PlayStation brick. Yeah, it's basically a sequel injection. So whenever you hear about uh, <laughs> you know websites getting hacked, it's usually something dumb and small like this, where you sanitize your inputs and then you store the you know the the sanitized input and and everything's happy, so you don't crash uh and brick systems. Yeah. Because you didn't pay attention to it, so I mean, I mean that's, Sony, that's programming one hundred and one there. But Sony security flaws, it kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, so. That's true. <laughs> yeah, um, well, but it's a learning. If you've been affected uh, yeah. by this, uh, they're willing to give you a month of uh, PlayStation Now. Um, <laughs> it has a four dollar value. Nice. Uh-huh. And um, the games are yours to keep uh, for <laughs> as long as you have the, as long as you have PlayStation of the service. Um, no, it is yeah. it is a positive that they will be able to turn that around quick, though. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. quick, less than twenty four hours, I think. Yeah, so, pretty impressive. Well, people uh, not online are not buying things, so yeah, you know, they're not it's buying true. FIFA packs if they're, they're kicked not off buying line. FIFA packs. That's just this is true. <laughs> so their their trigger on the other end is like where we see the drop in FIFA packs. There must be something mm-hmm. wrong. <laughs> There's something going on. Oh, they're on. watching it for sure. <laughs> oh man. Uh, flip the coin. We'll go to Microsoft real fast. They're actually finalizing a deal to buy Obsidian Entertainment. And those are the guys over there that worked on Fallout New Vegas and Pillars of Eternity. Yeah. yeah. What a great studio. Um yeah. what do you think this means though? Is it is, is it a dying company that we're not going to see anything from? Or is Microsoft going to maybe publish some games under them? Well, CRPG is really making a bit of a comeback. Um, yeah, I mean, Co plays like two of them right now, right? He's been playing Pillars that, and then yeah, the uh, Pathfinder. Yeah. Oh, they do they do the South Park too. Yeah, they, yeah, they the actually South did Park. the first South Park, yeah. Okay. Fallout New Vegas one. is probably their, not not their largest one, but, um, you know. Most well known. Yeah, probably their biggest seller. Yeah. Um, I think they might have done back in the day, Knights of the Old Republic too. Yes, um, two. Yeah, I like that game. Yeah, they, they they did a follow up after Bioware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're known to be a very quality RPG generating shop. So, 
yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to see what they can do. Um, I've I I know they've been somewhat limited with like finances and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully with Microsoft having just you know ridiculously deep pockets and being able to pay for anything, the problem is is like most big acquisitions of of development shops, things tend to eventually get you know a bit of pushback. So right. I'll be curious to see if uh, they really let them do their own thing and let them keep being obsidian because what they make is absolutely amazing. It's going to be buggy, but it's amazing. For me, I think this is the start. This is a great start for Microsoft getting their first party developments, you know, in gear comparative to PS4's library, which is at the moment, just like constantly is like a factory of good games. Mm-hmm. Microsoft needs a lot of help here. Don't lose so. streak, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no. Yeah, I mean, what, Forza what? Horizon was good. Yeah, Forza Horizon, that. yeah, but it's free. Halo's coming. <laughs> Halo's coming out. Well, that's yeah, the I thing. Have... Microsoft kind of gives all their first party games out, quote unquote, free. Yes, but I think they there's a strategy themselves in the corner now. There's a strategy yeah. for that, though. I think yeah. if it was for the streaming service, but yeah, yeah, not be a strategy behind that. I mean, it works out great for the players anyway. That's right. So. Sure. <laughs> oh, if I, if I could end up getting the next Obsidian game for for nothing, that'd be pretty amazing. That'd be great, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, it will be five years before that happens, but yeah, uh, who, who knows? I mean, Microsoft bought uh, you know Bungie back when that was uh, supposed to be a Mac exclusive. That's true. They did buy Bungie after everybody left. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Um, speaking of studios and people working together we have you know we talked i think a couple weeks ago about cd project red hiring a studio digital scapes which is the multiplayer focused team um they that that developer team is working on cyberpunk 2077 so Mm. could be seeing some multiplayer stuff come for that Hmm. yeah i wonder well i mean i'm i'm curious at least not sure how that would work but sure you know curious we'll see Maybe we'll have a you know the Grand Theft Auto Red Dead Online type situation. Just or we could please don't do a battle royale. Please <laughs> don't do Cyberpunk a battle, royale. battle royale. They got all those cowboys parachuting in, <laughs> looking for horses to run in before the twister gets them. I can yeah. see it. Yeah. So Who are you to take I... this away from me, Andrew? <laughs> you, can, you can have that. You can have it. Oh, I'm sure we're gonna see some uh, some Red Dead Two mods. Or game mode. Well, no, they didn't let you make custom game modes in Grand Theft Auto Online or something. We'll have we'll have Battle Royale mode, I'm sure. Probably. Mm-hmm. Jump in on horses. Be great. But uh, speaking of some Red Dead, uh, you know, it's closer to release. We're actually hearing some stuff about the main story being 60 to 65 hours long. That's just mm. just for the main story. That's crazy. That's I mean, probably we... what it was for for the original, right? No, probably. I'm not sure. I mean, no, the original I played, one I played Red Dead. Long. It was like it was like 20 hours max. If you really oh, if you didn't do it. anything else though, right? No, I mean, like if you did a lot of everything else, I I played that and it was 20 hours doing a lot of extra things. So this is good. No, I'm saying this is great. Like yeah, triple, great. triple. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, some cool little stuff coming out of that. One cool thing, but. Uh, apparently, in the NPCs will actually give you, uh, you know, some directions involving routes to take on the roads and actually landmark. It's like they go, you know, go so far west on this road, and then you'll see this landmark tree, and what you're looking for is to the right of that. Hmm. 
So if you want to get, you know, play super immersive, turn off your hood and stuff, you can actually, you can actually still find things without relying on, you know, your quest markers and that kind of thing. So the game games of the year are kind of edition. Coming, yeah. Games so, are kind of going back to that. Oh, sorry. I, I was going back to the Red Dead for, um, for, there's a average play time. There's a, uh, I went to gamelengths.com and, uh, minimum time is 15 hours. Like in between that average time is like 30. So I was like around 20. So yeah, it's, it's about right. That was the game of the year edition. So let's put that put that with perspective. Nice. Anyway, so this is triple. <laughs> um, Rockstar said that uh, you know the last couple of months leading up to the release of Red Dead, that their employees are putting in over one hundred hour work weeks. Wow. I feel that's, bad for uh, him. That's, that's a pretty terrible. hefty time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that's there's bad. just no life going on at that point. I mean, I, I guess you'd have to really love what you do to be able to willing yeah, to make that kind of sacrifice. But hopefully there was some either compensation involved or just something that allowed these employees to get back to good because you can't hopefully. work 100-hour weeks and function as a human. It just does not work. No. Like, I know some of that turn your brain off from time to time and you don't get and that with that i need to message my friend that works at rockstar i need to see <laughs> i need to see if he's if he's alive or sleeping he's just chest. a zombie yeah just checking on him yeah but uh yeah so you know that's you know hopefully this was a labor of love and i hope that kind of shows for red dead because that's some that's a lot of time to put into it and you know since red mm -hmm. dead 2 is already out we're already hearing some stuff maybe about the next red dead game or rockstar game and uh they're supposedly put maybe doing some voice casting for Bully too. Did you guys ever play the original Bully? Yeah, I did. Yeah, not. it was a really good game. Um, it was fun. Yeah, it was. It was kind of a uh, everything Rockstar put out at that time was just getting in yeah. trouble for like being. <laughs> but it's really not that bad in terms of like what's actually going on. You know, it's just a right. It's just a kid just in... making some trouble and trying to right. survive in, you know, private school. I was gonna say that middle school. Is that right? Yeah, uh, definitely maybe. a private school. It, it was, was fun like, though. It was like middle, yeah. It was a fun little twist. It's a cool game. It was odd to think, you know, you, I'm playing a game, playing a kid going to school, having lots of fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a that's a cool thing to look forward to. I'm interested to see what they what they could do with that. But uh, I think Andrew has some uh, some WoW related stuff to talk about. It's funny because I had the WoW related stuff to talk about, but it's just one of those things where I, I looked into Reddit. I saw a very interesting post. It's very big on Reddit. It's it's your boy Asmongold. You know he's yeah, he boy. he gave uh, he doesn't release videos apparently often, but he released the one yesterday. It was like thirty five minutes long or something about the state of BFA. Um, I listened to the whole thing. I think it was well put together. He he has a lot of passion for the game. But long story short, he misses the grind for items, the loot, uh, and it makes uh, he makes light of some interesting choices that Blizzard made um, as the game progresses from like like Wad to to, to Legion to, to BFA. So mm -hmm. I think it's um, I mean I think it's a great um, listen if you're a WoW fan or you know, unsubbed or subbed. Um, I think he has a, a, some really good insight. But also, he got a lot of flack for it because after after that video, he you know all all the people came to try to comment and say, hey, if you don't like the game, unsub, right? That's usually the response from you know right. the internet. Right. But as 
Asmongold, he gave, in my in my opinion, a very, very, very good professional, well thought out response to everyone. Um, and that's also worth it, uh, a read. Because honestly, for those people that do put a lot of time and effort into the game that they play most, they're passionate about it and they kind of want to see change. And the best way of doing that is to release, you know, video, you know, uh, tell tell the tell the developers how you really feel. So you just, it's just one of those things where I just think um, it's good good for anyone that plays WoW to see where maybe some hardcore players are, are getting at. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what, you know, what the the state of WoW is going to be at BlizzCon because the general populace of of, uh, of WoW are not happy right now with what BFA is doing. So. Hmm. I mean, I, I don't feel the same way. I'm a casual, I'm a filthy casual, but... <laughs> You know, I have good friends that, you know, carry me through stuff and I get loot, so I kind of feel <laughs> good about it. But, you know, for the people that do put in hundreds and hundreds of hours into mm-hmm. it, uh, those those are the people that I think are more passionate about it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I think they may have taken a step in the wrong direction since Legion. I kind of like some of the changes that came into Legion mm-hmm. and not some of the things they've kind of taken away with this expansion. What were the reviews on BFA? That's a good point. I don't. I didn't oh, really no. read those. Oh, I liked it. In it. I really like the leveling experience, but the in-game experience so far has kind of been lackluster. I mean, I, we are. We're yeah. not that far into it, but like, I don't. I'm not really finding many reasons to log on besides to do some raids. Hmm. So it just kind of dried up for you. Yeah. So I'm in agreement right with that. Now I see that it is sitting on a roughly an 80 overall. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's a it's decent i get me wrong but there it, things need to change for it not to get very stale and stagnant and going forward mm-hmm. yeah. well and, and we're talking about patch um patch 8.1 right yeah we're, yeah, we're not even in 8.1 yet we're still in the 8.0 okay. so yeah you know it's we're still in you know very much release aspect sure well metacritic uh is currently sitting with uh on the user review side uh 36 positive reviews uh, twelve mixed reviews, two hundred and thirty-four negative reviews. Oh, okay. So the trolls are speaking. Whether or not yeah. they've got a point remains to be seen. But yeah, user score is three point two right now on uh, Battle for Azeroth. So at least the public perception is um, Blizzard missed the mark on this one. Do you think yeah. they can come back? Yeah, well? I think so. No, I think they can. They or, have yeah, really talented developers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some positives, right? The cinematics are very much improved. The storyline is very much improved. I think that aspect is fantastic. There's some, there's some story stuff that I don't know. <laughs> but it's they have some little... talented people. Let's just put it that way. And they can they can change some stuff around, I'm sure. They can they can change some things for sure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, okay. it's unique now. It used it was like every other game when it first came out in terms of the structure, the the $15 a month for the MMO subscription, the you know, the content being what it was. Uh Games aren't like that anymore. Games are free to play now, or like tons of DLC, or you pay for. You know, it's rare that you find a game that is this consuming of your money and time nowadays. This is true. Like, that's so focused because usually it's like okay, Fortnite or something is one you can hop in, hop out of. Although I think maybe the interest can wane pretty quickly. So I, I'm just kind of curious to see, you know, what. Wow's future looks like. I really thought it was going to be done in like 2012. So, who am I? I I am very surprised they haven't kind of released maybe a free to play version. That's you know, I mean, there's there's free to play up to like level 20, but I'm surprised it's not 
not further along. Um, Rob but, just yeah, deleted my next uh, yeah, story I've point. I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. Honestly, I totally forgot to say that I was been playing Maple Story too. If you guys want to hear about it, that's fine. But if you don't want to hear about it, that's cool too. Because it's a free to play MMO. Mm -hmm. Free to play MMO. Yeah. Maple Story two. It's okay. like Diablo. Like game. It's like Diablo mixed with a hardcore RPG, but it uh -huh. is as light and casual as you want it to be. <laughs> so I just put that out there. Great. I'm playing a little bit of it. Okay. A little bit. Just a little bit. So, so tell us about Magic the Gathering Arena. Sure. I'd love to. So it's not uh, Maple Story 2, but, uh, <laughs> gosh. You know, Magic the Gathering has a pretty strong following, but always in kind of the paper format. Um, have either of you played Magic the Gathering online? It's also referred to as MTGO. I have yes, not. I have. So if you had to talk about the UI UX experience of playing Magic the Gathering online, how could you sum it up? 1993. Yeah. It's like JPEG graphics of the cards. <laughs> you stack them. There's no animations. It's a very blank looking, uh, game however it is very realistic and follows along with all the um the rules and everything else so i mean it's very extensible in that way like you can keep bringing in the new packs and they they all work all the stuff's been figured out in the background and you don't have that many bugs then hearthstone comes along and basically people are sick of playing you know <laughs> strategy games quite like that they really want like something fast and a little bit more casual so that's really what this is. This is a much faster gameplay, um, tons of animation. In fact, extremely high production values, to be honest. Um, this is a, a pretty looking card game. I mean, up there with like Hearthstone or, or Shadowverse or any of the other ones that are, you know, in, in rotation. Um, and it's Magic the Gathering, which is kind of surprising that people are able to play it in such a fast format because there's a lot of times you sit down and play this game competitively and you could be playing for 40 minutes. And for online games, you want that quick hit. You know, you play, you win or you lose, you're done, you're on to the next thing. So, you know, I couldn't imagine playing a 40-minute long game of Hearthstone. You just wouldn't see it, right? So I think the most I've ever done would be like 15 minutes, and that felt like torture. So uh, they had definitely had to fix that part of Magic the Gathering to make it work appropriately. Um, it is free to play, and... Uh, they throw cards at you like right off the bat. You get five decks to play with of uh, the different colors. Um, they're constantly giving you new cards. Um, you can, of course, buy some through the store. So you have those options. And they are the same cards that are you know for sale on paper uh, in the stores. So they have the same stuff available, same rules, same meta. Um, it's pretty interesting. And it's a, uh, it's a nice way to get into it. The one challenge I had is that when people would rage quit against you, uh, there's a little timeout timer that goes through and they have to go through three timeouts uh, before it just like kicks them out of the game and they're done. I think that's that takes, well. yeah, that takes a long time for that to go through. Probably like five minutes. Of Hearthstone's waiting. like 30 seconds. Like if that five I minutes, think, right. Hearthstone one, like the longer it takes, it gets faster and faster until you know, they're kicked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you had that last one where it just starts with the rope immediately, and if they don't play, it's it's like it's done. Uh, so they do something similar with this, but it takes quite a while. There was a, a game earlier today that I was winning, and um, I've been playing the green deck, which is basically big dinosaurs and big monsters. And um, I, I had board control and dropped uh, 
two big 10-10 dinosaurs. And the other guy had nothing there. And instead of just conceding or like gracefully bowing out, he just, I guess, stood up and walked away from his computer, leaving the game <laughs> running. So I was uh, treated to a five-minute wait as my dinosaur sat there and waited to smash his face, which they never got to because it finally timed out. So that's the uh, that's the only quirk I've really seen so far is that part is probably could be resolved. Um, it's certainly more of a learning curve than Hearthstone is. Um, so if you're used to that, it's a little more complex. Um, it's not one person plays and the next person plays. Magic's a very much a interrupt type of game that you don't get to see in Hearthstone, but you the can stack. you can see here. Just yes, pl- the stack. Talk about the stack. Yeah, well, I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. Um, if you're into Magic: The Gathering uh and you're not currently playing online this is a i think a good way you'll you'll have fun with it um you'll know the meta it's all the cards you're familiar with if you're new to magic or you're interested in getting into magic this is a good way to dip your toes into it and see okay how is this and is this something that i'll enjoy uh watch some streams do the tutorials there's a lot going on there's a lot of rules it it certainly helps that i've been playing for a little while very casually uh, but I've been playing for a few years now. And if I wasn't, I think it'd be a little bit harder to get into. So um, with all that said, I'm going to give it a seven and a half out of 10. Uh, the main reason for that is you have to play on PC. There is no app version. I would have preferred to you know, play it on a tablet or on my phone. Um, it is not there. It's also pretty hungry. So I have a Surface from 2015 that I can certainly play Hearthstone just fine on. Um, this game just chugs along. It's there's a lot going on there. So, hmm. um, yeah, I was I was really surprised that it was so intensive for a tablet. Um, you said this is still in beta, though, right? Still in beta, but uh, e- either either way, it should run a lot smoother. And on my PC, it runs very smooth and it's very nice. So, hmm. um, so yeah. Um, overall, I think it's a good entry. I'm gonna keep playing it. Um. I don't tend to have a long attention span for these things, so we'll see how long I play it for, but uh, I'm enjoying it for now. Nice. Sounds pretty decent. Wait, yeah. so you're saying I can play Magic for free instead of paying buttloads of money? Yes. Okay, yes, because if you go to a store and play the games there and you win some, they don't give you actually, like, in the game. It's like, so congratulations, can, give me. Yeah, this one you can do like quests and everything, and you can unlock new cards. I mean, there is a path to it uh, to to play for no money, which is, I mean, Magic the Gathering is known for being a very expensive game. Um, That's right. Definitely. Yeah. So if you get your we Magic know, we know people. Picks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we know people. Cool. That's cool. Review, thank you. Check that so out. So some, some sad news for me. It made my, my heart sink when I heard this. But um, after two seasons, uh, Netflix is or Marvel's The Iron Fist on Netflix has been canceled. So there's not going to be a season three. Um, Hmm. But they did say that we will see Danny Rand again in the Marvel Universe somewhere. Do you you think it was just the first season was just too much to overcome? Because I have not watched the second one. I couldn't tell you. I know you'd said it was much better, but that first one was so bad. Just from general, uh, you know, reading Reddit and seeing what what other people think, a lot of people said that you know, season two fixed all the mistakes and that they're kind of upset because of the cliffhanger that was at the end of season two really made you want to watch the next season. And so people are kind of upset that they were not going to see it kind of come into fruition. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. We I don't know if we'll see it maybe in a Heroes for Hire 
with the crossover with Luke Cage, or if they might do another season of The Defenders, or if maybe they might hmm. even pick up a new show over on the Disney streaming service. Because I also seen some things that might have been that Marvel's making a play at trying to pick up some of these heavy hitters from Netflix and put it on their own, you know, their own service. Yeah, that makes sense. It, you know, there's not a there's not a future in keeping Netflix, you know, pumped up with all these all these great shows. So right, you know, they they got to bring them in house at some point. So if Disney does end up, you know, making another own show out of it, I will be really happy because I, I was really looking forward to a third season. The the ending of the second one really set up that could you know set up something that could have been really great. So I was uh, incredibly disappointed with that news. Sure. But, yeah, I, you know, I didn't watch the second season mainly because the first season was just so bad. Yeah. And it's on my list, but that list is, you know, <laughs> it's way out there. Like, I still got Defenders, Jessica Jones season two. Yeah. Uh, Luke Cage season two. Yep. Um, Daredevil hasn't had, had season three yet, has it? I don't think yeah, it has. I think in a couple of days that we will have season three of Daredevil. Yeah. I might just watch that and not care about the others. <laughs> That one looks. That one's gearing up to be really cool. Oh, and Brandon's yeah, uh, great. Brandon's last week uh, uh, suggestion, Maniac, or is it? Yeah, was that week before last, or was it last week? Either way, last week. that one's by on the yeah, list. Yeah, that so. one's that one's good. That one's good. Um, yeah, keeping with the kind of the Marvel trend, uh, Ryan Cougar, Coger. Um, he is actually going to write and direct the Black Panther sequel. So. If you, oh, well, why, you know why wouldn't they let him? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's only a $1.3 billion movie. Yeah. The first one, you know, why wouldn't they just so, say, oh, hey, you get to do it again? So, and he's wondering legitimately if talented. Just... You know, yeah. this isn't just like, hey, they they struck gold with the character. Uh, Ryan Cougar has made some very good movies. Uh, Fruitville Station, uh, Creed. He, he's been involved in a lot of good stuff. Um, and it, I think it just goes to show that there's talent out there that maybe hasn't traditionally had a way in uh, to to being able to, you know, write and direct these huge projects. Mm-hmm. So good for him. Uh, I'll be good looking forward to it. I'll certainly be watching it. Yep. On the kind of flip side of that, uh, James Gunn is uh, going to write and possibly direct Suicide Squad 2 for Warner Brothers and DC Comics. Take like that, the, Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> they, I like this next line you have. Not a direct sequel. Yeah, they said that the Suicide Squad 2 is not a direct sequel. So I think they may be implying that we may see a maybe a reboot with the series because if you watch Suicide Squad, um, you will know that it is a big flaming pile of garbage that won an Oscar for costume design. <laughs> yes. Uh, Academy um, Award winning uh, Suicide Squad. <laughs> flaming garbage can i did not enjoy suicide squad it wasn't very good um Mm. and you know i I was kind of happy to see it kind of pooped on but people (laughs) still went to go watch it like it still made like 800 million dollars it it was a huge hit have you been keeping up with venom no, it's topping, I, it's topping the box office right now. Even though it, I thought it was. So I haven't heard bad. anybody besides you that's watched it. Everyone, I, all topping my coworkers, the box I office. And it's on top of the box. But office what else right is now. out there? Just the Lady Gaga movie, right? There's that one. There's uh, First Man just came out. Uh, uh, you know what? That looked like a dud. Eh, 
So people just want to watch movies right now, but they can't. They I went just... and watched a uh, bad bad times the L Royale. That was okay. Oh yeah, I was. That actually looked kind of interesting. Was it? Was it cool? It was a labor because it's a two and a half hour long movie. Okay. So it's a labor to watch it, but it was very interesting. I'd say. Yeah, it's one of those like goofy, quirky mob type of movies like uh i don't know like lock stock and two smoking barrels or or snatch or um maybe even like smoking aces there's one that yeah. kind of reminded me of at least the it's appearance of though. yeah there's a couple of things out there like that too don't they have that um that hotel where all the assassins live that just came out oh i'm talking about i'm not sure what it's called but yeah, yeah. That movie. There's there's some movies out there, but Venom's topping them all. No, it's that's what I'm saying. I I, I type in box <laughs> office, and then the top <laughs> things are all about Venom. Yep. All about like Venom is here. You know, watch it again. <laughs> no. Well, what is? I'm what do they say? People, people love it. Apparently, Venom proves thirty-five on Rotten Tomatoes or on uh, Metacritic. Venom proves that superhero fatigue was always a myth. You know, that's so, like something like that. You know, it's just Venom, it's Venom, so... Venom. Odd. User scores for is main, mostly positive. Probably about yeah. half the people think it's a little better than half think it's good. Mm-hmm. The other half are mixed or negative. Mostly right. negative of that mix. I guess I'm gonna have to see it, guys. I, I'm going to see it. I'm just not gonna see it in theaters. Yeah, it'll be a uh, you know uh, a rental. Yeah, I may have said it in the other when I did the, uh, the review for it, but it's a. It's a movie that turned out to be really goofy when I think mm-hmm. it should have been serious. Right. I'm not sure how they wrote it. I don't know if it was supposed to be goofy, but it definitely came off as a goofy. And I didn't like it. So James Gunn's going to start the new series of DC. And he's going to make... bring in. He may bring in the you know the Suicide Squad. Maybe the you know Guardians of the Galaxy for. That's DC. right. Oh that's well, right. I think before that's going to be the Joker movie, right? Joker movie comes out a lot before that, and we might see if that might kickstart DC. Ooh, who's directing that one? That one looks good. The Joker yeah. movie. That's that's um, with um, Joaquin Phoenix mm-hmm. is um, is the Joker, and Joker. he's super creepy looking. Um, he's such a good yeah, actor too. Was, like I think it could be like a good Joker. Yeah, I think it'll be good for him. But Jared Leto's still floating around out there, and. I guess Jared Leto is supposed to also be in some kind of uh, Marvel thing coming up soon too. So, yeah, I forgot we talked about that. I right. It was. All right. Uh, Venom's box office is sitting at <clears throat> three hundred seventy-seven million. This is when did it release? Is this its second or third? The weekend? first, the first weekend of October. So this is the second, third. This past weekend was the second weekend. We're coming up on the third weekend. Right. So we're coming up on the third. That's a lot of money then. <laughs> and, and the thing is that the drop was not particularly huge for that. Let me see. Mm-mm. Box Office Mojo has it. Sorry, well, I'm, I know I'm derailing us a little bit, but I'm just like no, so fine. curious about this. Oh, you know Last what? Little... It's foreign. That's where it's oh. coming in at. It made $80 million opening. That's number one. Um, it made... I guess another sixty. Yeah, that's not bad. If it if it held on to uh, that much business over the next weekend, that's fairly successful. It means people are enjoying watching it oh, and passing the news along. Hey, you guys should check out Venom. Yeah, yeah. 
Maybe we'll go people, see it. I've had a lot of people ask me, like, have you seen Venom? I'm like, yes, it's awful. Then go see it. And they're like, but everybody says it's so great. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's so bad. <laughs> it's cool, though. Okay, nice. All right. But uh, last little bit of news is that there's a Dracula series uh, coming from the Sherlock team to BBC and Netflix. Okay. So if you're into the, you know, the Dracula monster stuff, got that coming. Uh, uh, yeah, I love that stuff. That's um, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Did you did you guys ever watch like Penny Dreadful or um, mm-hmm. any of that stuff? That's a pretty decent series about. I watched the Count and whatnot. on Sesame Street. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's watched he's watched Twilight. It was so weird when he drained Big Bird of all of his blood. <laughs> it's just such a shocking scene. It's a really turn for the show. Um, uh, well, you gotta get them views. <laughs> so uh, it's uh, I don't I don't have the song for this yet, but it's time for Ba-da-ba, Rob's, Rob's Comedy Corner. Corner. Yeah, man, we uh, we got right to it this week, didn't we? So yep. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna talk about one of my favorite series. Um, tipping my hat already a little bit. Uh, it's called uh, Vision Volume One. Uh, the name of the arc is called Little Worse Than a Man. So. Um, what I've decided to do is is bring in some descriptions from other places so that they're a little more fleshed out than just what I my notes that I've written down uh, and just to be able to give you the tagline. So the description from Amazon is the vision wants to be human and what's more human than family. So he heads back to the beginning to the laboratory where Ultron created him and molded him into a weapon. The place where he first rebelled against its given destiny and imagined that he could be more that he could be a man. There he builds them. A wife, Virginia, two teenage twins, Viv and Vin. They look like him. They're like the same colors as as Vision from the you know from the MCU. Like you know what he looks like. Yeah. Um. They look like him. They have his powers. They share his greatest ambition, or is that obsession? The unrelenting need to be ordinary. Behold the visions. So they move into like this suburban town, and they're just like we're the visions, and it's just this. Mom, dad, and two kids, <laughs> and this like little like alien looking. It's like the cone heads or something. Like you know. yeah, basically. That's so cool. it's, it's really cool because they're actually all Vision. He is all of them, but he is, um, you know, because he created them, and and he's kind of like this like greater like hive mind type of uh, oh, okay. type of I being. They're not so even though these are not in his body, like because they're outside of his body, but they still share like the same mind. So they're like still interacting and stuff, like talking about like how their day at school was, and the, you know, yeah. there's even stuff like, well, you know how my day at school went, and you like observed it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, there's just this like kind of a funny dichotomy there of of him trying to be human, and there's just no way that this android can be human. But they try like everything that they can. So, and actually, towards the end, um, there's a bit of a kind of a psychosis going on. To where he's trying so hard that things are almost like um, like ridiculously happening, like uh, like the the wife like after just two weeks is like I'm not happy in this relationship, and I think it's like <laughs> like, but you can't leave. You're him. Like you're the same person, <laughs> right? So you know. Yeah. So his whole thing is it's a great deconstruction of of vision he's you know he's not quite achieving that he wants to be human this is mainly because of his his love affair with uh wanda maximoff so you know from the movie you know scarlet witch and him were an item and uh they end up um 
leaving. Um, they, they broke up and he actually is trying to talk to his wife, uh, Virginia, much like he talked to Wanda. So, um, it's very interesting because he'll say, Hey, don't you remember I told you this? And they'll be like, Oh, we never had that conversation. That's one you had with Wanda. So Mm -hmm. the wife is like jealous of the memories and she knows when he was, when he's thinking about them because they all share like the same brain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's, it's really crazy. It's very, it sounds humorous and there certainly is some humorous situations, but it's really more of like dramatic and serious um, and really kind of thought provoking um, at least from, from this type of uh, this type of comic. So, you know, I call those smart comics. So, you know, you're not going to see a bunch of fighting and and, uh, villains or whatever else, but there's still tension and there's still, you know, a story to be told. Um, So sometimes very intense and uh, sometimes it's like really sweet uh, at others. So uh, for the first uh, series, the first six uh, issues, I think you can get it next to nothing on either Amazon or Comixology. Uh, trades are probably a little harder to come across because uh, it wasn't a it, it wasn't one that they published like tons of copies of because they weren't quite sure what the audience would really look like for it. But it ended up becoming one of those like cult classics. And, you know, from just a couple of years ago, 2015, um, I'm really hoping they would do this in the MCU because they certainly could. And I think it would go over really well. If, I wonder if, if, that, might, if that would work as one of those. Uh shows they were going to put off on their streaming service about the heroes that don't have their own standalone movies. Yeah, it'd be perfect for it because the vision, you know, he's it's really the makeup and whatnot for him like to to look like that, but they could certainly do it and it's done in such a way that it's really more for like an episodic telling. As much as I like to see it as a movie and it could be, um it could also be like a limited run series and I think it would go over really really well. That would so, probably work really good. Yeah, so I'm going to give it 9 out of 10. It's an instant classic. Wow. I think it's one of the best comics I've I've had the pleasure of reading. It's very different, um, and uh, I think you have to know that going into it. Like, you're not going in to see Vision fight, you know, Ultron. Vision. That just doesn't happen. <laughs> That's really cool, because I really wanted to know more about Vision. I mean, there was, there was a, a small blip of, you know, of him becoming human in Ultron, but mm-hmm. that was kind of very short lived, and they did they didn't dive into like who he is or what he does. It's just kind of like he's there and back, and he can do some special powers, but not like deep. Stuff. Yeah, they so. they just don't have the time to really put into there. And reading comics, like if if you can use the imagination to kind of fill in some of the gaps between the panels, uh, that that's a quote from a movie. Um, <laughs> I don't if if I'll tell you that one in a second, but but it, you can really get so much more depth about the heroes and like and what they're like and it helps make watching these movies a little bit more enjoyable like once i started reading more of like thor and then i rewatched thor ragnarok it was just so much better because you're like okay i know about those things and you know now like stormbreaker his axe that he put in you know thanos's chest you know there's there's a whole storyline behind that it's pretty cool so yeah um there's a great um movie since we're talking about james gunn I'll, i'll just throw it out there real quick uh, called Super, uh, starring Rain Wilson from The Office. I don't know if that uh, rings any bells or if you guys have seen yep. that, but it came out probably about Office. five, six years ago. Um, but it was directed by James Gunn, and um, it had uh, Ellen Page in there. And they had this whole thing about, like, why aren't we constantly out there fighting bad guys? And he's like, this is what happens between the panels. 
Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a whole uh, line for that. So I always like that quote. Nice. Anyway, we're at That's the end of the show. That's all we had this week, I think. Yeah. Have we had a, have we had a ten out of ten comic yet? I'm um, I might have given it to Lock and Key. I think you did. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know that I I try not to give anything a ten out of ten because everything can be improved on. Hmm. But I think even nine point five, and that's what you said. I think that's what you said after. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, it's just, nothing's really that perfect. Everything can be yeah. But it's everything awesome. has its down moments, or just okay, that didn't quite work. But you know, it's 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 so subjective. You know, if it, if I give something a nine out of ten, I mean that's me putting the highest praise I can on it, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I remember that's one so. week we had like two ten out of tens for like two different games. Destiny oh, 2, like, yeah. obviously. Yeah, maybe Destiny 2. Maple Story 2. Wrath of Osiris, or yeah. Curse of Osiris. Wrath of, of the Lich Osiris. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's kind of it. So, Andrew, if you want to, since we didn't get to do it last week, mm-hmm. do some promotion stuff. Do some promotion things, Andrew. <laughs> like, I will do that oh, for sure. Do your job. Do your job. So, you know, we're, we're part of, we're, we're all part of this Pixel Pub community, and it's a fantastic community. I can tell you more about it. Um, you can you can go into pixelpubgaming.com and you can see all of our clans. That that would be Wrath Incarnate for our Destiny clan. And we have a Warframe clan, Alliance, I think, because there's multiple clans. Uh, you have the Batman Pajamas for World of Warcraft. And they're like, what? What are you guys? Like two out of two out of eight Mythic? Three. Three out of make so now you're like top what? Like top twenty? <laughs> I think you're like I think they're like top twenty in the server. So that's really huge. Congratulations. Fantastic, guys. fantastic huge. job. Um, just for some community news out there, we we th- we made some new channels so you guys can talk and you know, chat and talk. That's uh FPS, you know, all for FPS games that we didn't cover, like Rainbow Six Siege or Overwatch MOBA channel. Uh, it's Fallout 76, just for preemptive measure. You know, I'm pretty sure that's going to be pretty big in our community. Um, Black Ops 4, it's being used right now. I mean, people are talking about it. People are joining on all platforms. Check that out. Battlefield 5 is coming out. Uh, Battle Royale, of course, for Fortnite stuff. If you want, want, want some of that. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in the community. Some big news coming up. Um, we're doing a giveaway a day. A giveaway of a game every We're single doing a day. Lot of giveaways. We're doing a yeah, lot of man, giveaways. So I mean, this. I mean, you gotta think about this. Like, if you're joining a gaming community, free games, a chance at a free game every day. Join up. All you have to do Some is solid games too. Yeah. All you have to do is just like talk with us. You know, just start typing up, communicate with. You know, let's start talking in any channel, and you'll get XP, and you'll you can come hang out in there. the We Talk Nerd channel and say some stuff. We'll talk to you in there. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's, that's right. So where can they find us for We Talk Nerd? Everywhere. Everywhere. We're all around you. All everywhere. everywhere. YouTube. Oh, there's not a lot we're not on. <laughs> That's right. So if you just I'm sure you can Google We Talk Nerd Podcast and find any of those. But uh yeah, that's it for us. Yeah, so whatever you're listening on, make sure to subscribe or share or like or follow, whatever it is on your preferred uh means of entertainment. Just kinda stay in the loop on things and tell Tell everybody about us. We're glad to have you here live. If you want to come join us over in Twitch chat. That's right. Twitch or YouTube or on Mixer. We're on all three. Yeah, we're live on all those places. And we always you know, we give the heads up when we go live. And it's usually always on a, a Monday around 8, 8.30ish. But uh, yeah, that'll be it for us this week. That's See it. See you guys later. See you. All right. Bye.